Hello and welcome to Plot Twists. This is Meg. No, it's not. You just said this is Meg. I realized that. All right, let's start this over. <laughs> welcome to another Errata Not Erotica episode of Plot Twists. As you may remember from our episode on the build-up by Toddy Richardson, we both really enjoyed the story. But one of the things that didn't make the cut to our final episode was my utterly pedantic rant about baseball terminology. It goes to show for authors who think, ah, this is something that's not a big deal. Nobody's really going to pick up on it. There is some asshole like me sitting around waiting to leap onto extremely specific terminology. Tati, do you know baseball? We just, the constant references to home base, it's called home plate. Oh. So yeah, I, didn't, home I base. mean, I, like, I watch baseball. I mean, I don't watch baseball. I know base. I know the rules of baseball. And sometimes I'll go to a game. Well, and even there's, like, discussion of the Rogers Center's architectural majesty, and, like, the Rogers Center is not great. So, just just personally, as, like, the baseball nut job, the only time I was sitting here going, like, wait, does this character actually like this stuff? Was certain choices in the baseball sphere. Didn't strike me, obviously, because I don't know anything. I mean, again, I know the rules of baseball. I am American. but other than that it didn't strike me as being that weird i didn't even catch home base well and like she's already asked who her favorite character is and she says mike trout which he's like the generational best player but he's been super hurt and the whole thing is about the atlanta braves 1995 world series they won the world series last year oh well i mean the last the year before the astros won it the braves won it so it's like there was just a lot of things that, like, my baseball heart was expecting that, like, did not happen. Your baseball heart. <laughs> so, FYI, guys, if you also have a baseball heart, <laughs> it's fine. Be aware, I guess. But, yeah, everything else, like, so fantastic. So, just. Like, do you remember pre-COVID, the, the last show that we went together was that 80s versus 90s, and they played yeah, yeah. the show. Creepy. They played the Yes. I, I know. Rest in peace. Okay. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm going to reread Scandals Pride tonight. <laughs> I know I have podcast reading to do. But I need to read that one scene again. Which one? Uh, the, when she rapes him. Duh. Oh, that one, of course. <laughs> when he's unconscious, but his body still turns her on. And then the next day when he pretends to be unconscious. So that she can do it again. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That one. Yeah, so that he can actually fully experience it this time. So in fairness, I should not be giving anyone advice on how to write a sex scene, because I'm apparently charmed by terrible ones. Terrible ones. As we were just discussing before I hit record, my personal 
theory about Taylor Swift and Travis Kelsey is that to a degree, this was like about a media narrative, but it is becoming increasingly real, Mm -hmm. but it's still mostly about the media narrative, which makes me respect it all the more. Not relevant. (laughs) I just needed to like give an intro. So I wasn't talking out of nowhere. So um, I read that Roughing the Princess book that was apparently taken down off Amazon. Yeah. So I had never heard of this. Lane like comes in out of left field last, last week and was like, Meg, I need to find this book because I'm amazing. I found it for her immediately sent it to her it's fanfic that was so thinly veiled that it was removed from well it's, it wasn't fanfic. it was a book it was a kindle book gotcha. marketed as not fanfic uh-huh and it was so thinly veiled and so clearly fanfic that it was taken down is my okay. understanding of the situation i know yeah. nothing john snow but like that is my general understanding yeah. so, so so i found it for her it's called roughing the princess which, don't look for it one Excellent title. <laughs> Just written, uh, 10 out of 10. Excellent title. Um, two, I did not want it to be thinly failed fanfic. I was hoping people would get that wrong. They did not. We will go over all of the reasons it was thinly veiled, but I feel bad for his brother's wife, who is very much alive and who in this book was killed off. Um, <laughs> so oh <laughs> that is the biggest discrepancy between real life and this book from what I can tell other than their names, even though they maintain the same initials. So the concept of this novella is that the football player and the pop star send each other like dirty, but also sort of sincere getting to know you texts for about seven chapters. Mm -hmm. And every time like they're going to meet up or there's a chance that they could like take it into a more sincere relationship, the pop star sort of runs. And so the football player decides the best way to end this will they, won't they between the two of them is to invite her publicly to a game and put the ball in her court. Like, hey, there's tickets. You coming to watch me or not? So this is the first time they meet. She goes into the locker room. They meet for the first time. And the next seven chapters, a.k.a. the second half of the book, are just them fucking in the locker room. (laughs) And then it's over. Wait, so the same is, locker room? Like the locker they room just of they his meet stadium. and they fuck? Like it's just yes. that night? The next seven yeah, chapters? It, it's, yes. Seven chapter sex scene. Yes. And all they, they and they have known each other for literally six minutes, like face to face. Okay, but they've been texting now. They've been texting. And it's very quick. And there's like some voyeurism and there's some spanking and there's some roughing of the princess. There's some roughing of the princess. It was absolutely wild. Mm-hmm. I mean, just, it was too thinly veiled for what it was, but I just almost have respect for the concept of seven chapters of complete setup for real people when you're changing nothing about mm-hmm. their lives. Mm-hmm. And then just seven chapters of like, all that setup meant nothing. We're just going to phone for seven chapters. Yeah. But, In the locker so- room while his teammates walk by. <laughs> So they, they they can see them. So it's uh, apparently one like one way glass. Oh, so mm. they can see the teammates, but the teammates can't see them because mm-hmm. most equipment rooms have that feature. Obviously, from what yeah. I can gather. Um. So, but tell me how your thinly veiled fanfic would go. Oh, so my thinly veiled fanfic would be that they were in on it together, 
mm-hmm. that he wanted the attention that came from her celebrity because he's always been a little bit of a fame whore. And she wanted the attention of being that publicly courted, especially to divert attention away from her last shitty boyfriend rebound person. And that over the course of this fake relationship, they have started actually falling for each other. And I think that is a much easier premise to disguise more heavily. (laughs) (laughs) Right? Which is also, I think, very important because I don't actually want to read about these real people having sex. It feels very invasive. It was an absolutely wild experience. So you weren't in it for the sex. You were in it for the relationship. No, I was in it to find out, like, what got it taken down. And you found that out. And I found out. (laughs) I also want to be very clear. The author who wrote it was clearly not, like, a bad author. Mm -hmm. Like, this was more polished as a product than I was expecting. Mm Mm-hmm. Which, in some ways, made it all the more unhinged. Mm, mm, yeah, I hear you. No, but if there is something trending in the zeitgeist, and I can get my hands on it, and it will take me 45 minutes to finish and develop an opinion, I'm going to read it. Yeah. Well, I'm sorry that I also didn't read it to make it a whole episode about it. But No, that it would have been too creepy to discuss in that level of detail. Five minutes mm-hmm. is the correct amount of time to devote to this topic. Well, thank you for telling me all about it. Fucking wild. Her name was Tova Saber, and his was Talon. Talon. Talon Crispin. Crispin's with a K. The initials just stayed the same. <laughs> Again, can't stress this enough. Absolutely wild. <laughs> I'm going to hit stop and then restart again. Okay. Um, and then do you want to start the first one or do you want me to? It's like your Wi-Fi name or password that you That fake your Wi-Fi information. Go to the Alexa app. What was that? My Alexa, which has been off for months, is now screaming at me that my Wi-Fi password has changed. I'm going to go unplug that. I thought it was unplugged. Sounds good. Alexa, shut the fuck up. Strike it. Strike it. Strike it. Strike it. I don't know. You would have stricken it for the record? Struck it? Would have struck it? (laughs) I don't know. We know what I mean, so let's just move on. <laughs> For people who read, like, a lot of books, apparently we don't, I don't know, what should the past participle of, of strike be? Stricken? Should, let it be stricken from the record. Does that sound correct? Let it be seems like a different tense, though. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Rock versus stricken. I'm Googling yeah. it. Well, it's like, I'm like, is it, like, hanged versus hanged? Oh, like, there's a oh fun. Most of the time, the past participle of strike is struck. The exceptions are that you can be stricken with guilt, misfortune, a wound, or a disease. And part of a document can be stricken out. The rest of the time, you struck. Oh, so no wonder we were confused. And then somebody says, is it struck or stricken by lightning? (laughs) Is it struck through or stricken through? What is the past tense of strike? It depends. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I think we're actually pretty good. And I think I think we were I think we were good because we knew it should be struck, but we were like, oh, if it's a document, I think it can be stricken. Point is, we're not dumb. It's just complicated. <laughs> we're not dumb, it's just complicated. <laughs> tagline. I think that's our new tagline lane. <laughs> Keep in mind. Oh, I'm sorry. Attempted baby death. 
attempt well yes but that was i counted that in attempt, attempted murder yeah, well never mind i'll strike it from the record <laughs> strike it from the record <laughs> it was uh it was a weird one for me there i i have been a an adult for that long okay so i was listening to a different recap they were recapping bachelor in paradise of course. And they were talking about this um, character, this character, <laughs> this person on the show. Mm-hmm. And um, one of them was like, he's 33. And she goes, you want to hear something crazy? <laughs> and the co-host was like, what? And she goes, he's 33. And he was born in 1990. And I was just like, oh, my God. <laughs> Mind blown. <laughs> um, I was at a drag trivia last night. Mm-hmm. And the crew I usually go with is really good at a lot of categories, but just terrible at music and like modern music. And so we had a new person joining us for the evening. And I was like, we're just so glad you're here because like we need someone born in 1990 or later. And I realized it was the only person at the table born in the 80s. Everyone <laughs> else was born in the 90s. <laughs> And granted, I am September of 1989, so, like, my claim to being an 80s baby is right on the border. But that was a tough one for me. Yeah, it's rough, right? It's rough. Wait, (laughs) wait, did I ever tell you? My daughter, Caroline, um, our power went out, and uh, we were, like, lit some candles. And she was like, Mom, it's like when you were young. I was like, what? She goes, it's like the 1980s. And I was like, no, sweetie. I was like, it's like the 1880s. Yeah. This is, I have never known a world without indoor air conditioning, let alone electricity. And she was like, oh. I was like, oh my God, no. That's that's tough, Meg. That's that's a tough one. Uh, Yeah, having a kid definitely, you know, humbles you. It humbles you. Let's just put it that way. Okay, we need to move on because the anxiety that that gives me is... (laughs) Let's move on. Look, just people born after the year 2000 can legally drink. I know. I know. I mean, in the U.S. God, don't make it worse. Well, if you were in Iran, no one could legally drink, so... (laughs) (laughs) The direction I thought you were going was not that one. All right. So... (laughs) 